Hello, my lovers, my puppies, my kittens, my schmoopies. Boy, do I sound out of practice. Do I? Well, it has been a minute. We can all agree to all you beautiful, beautiful followers. And you know what has surprised me is that there are new folks joining us. There are new new Patreon supporters, and it is beautiful. And I can only say thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, why have I been missing? Well, part of it is obviously because as an indie, indie, I should say, podcaster, it's a lot. It's a lot because I still have my life going. And since I am not sponsored by a um, by any corporations, uh, I'm not under a tutelage of a company that does it all for me. And all I have to do is record and send it off. It takes its toll. So when a Patreon or a donation pops up, I'm just so grateful because that tells me, wait a minute, people are listening. They're listening enough to feel that I want to support this. So it keeps me going. So I say thank you to all of you. Some do it. They take a break. They come back. Others can't. I fully understand just those little moments say they really... I appreciate it, and I want to keep going. In January of 2022, earlier this year, if you are listening in 2022, and if you're not, that's okay. So maybe it'll be like, back in 2022, wow, that's a while ago. It matters not. Um, I was pulled over by a traffic cop who, for all intents and purposes, was quite the schmuck. Yes, I say schmuck. Now, I'm highly respectful of law enforcement. I get the job that they do, the good ones. But it, when I tell you this story, which is entirely dedicated to this, to that incident, by the way, because it's coming to its final conclusion nearly 10 months later. <sighs> you will see. Why this officer is a schmuck. What the fuckery is a schmuck traffic car? about to find out. I'm Nadege August, your host. If this is your first time, welcome, bienvenue, welcome, and welcome, bienvenido, etc. And if you've been a longtime listener, you know the deal. So don't skip. I'm going to make it fast, if you know what I mean. <laughs> what the Fockery is a podcast about the things we know about but don't hear enough about. A series of conversation dedicated to hearing firsthand from the very people whose lifestyles we don't necessarily agree with or even know much about. This one is not a conversation. 
This is me. This is Nadege August sharing a personal phenomena, an event as it were. So January 2022, I come out from my come from my yoga class, January 11th, by the way, kind of like just 11 days into this calendar year. And I'm like, okay, new year, new attitude, back to my little hot yoga routine. So I'm coming out of my yoga class. I'm heading south on some street. If you're in Los Angeles, you will know this intersection. It is La Brea and Wilshire. I'm at a red light. Look down at my phone. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm like, oh, it's really low in juice. So I plug it in. And then I look up and I see there's an officer in a motorcycle. And he's like practically sticking his face in my car. I kid you not. Now, my windows are slightly tinted. They are tinted to the within legal limits, which means very light, which means, you know, the purpose was to block out this horrible sun. And, you know, with my profession, I cannot afford sun damage. Um, So I kind of wave like, hey, what's up? You know, like, officers, I like yous. Now, it's important to note that I have been around for, uh, I had, I, oh, I'm not going to ruin it. I'll tell you, I'll tell you later. This gets better. So I kind of do a little like hand wave, like, hey, I see you. <laughs> Cute. And I'm back at waiting at the light to turn. The light finally turns. I go. And then I hear, whoop, whoop. I'm like, uh, what? I look up at the retrovisor. I'm like, hang on. Me? What the fuckery? Like, no. Okay. I, I pull over. He gets off. I roll my window down. He's like, license and registration for illegal use of your cell phone. What the what? <laughs> I was like, um, officer, I was plugging my phone in. Illegal use of your phone. I said, you know what? I'm not going to argue with you. I literally said that because to me it was like, I'm not in the mood to get shot today. Okay? I know, harsh, but the aggression in his voice, treating me like a criminal, a sweaty but glowy, sexy woman. Uh-huh, because I was in my little yoga outfit. Um, Like, what? How harmful am I? I'm not even in a quote-unquote dangerous area. My car is boring. In fact, it is a... I'm not even embarrassed to say, I'm kind of proud to say it. I've had the same car since 2006. Mm-hmm. And because I am very respectful of my property, most people are a little in shock that, oh my gosh, that car is that old? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Because I'm not a speed racer. I use it for what it's for, to get to places. It has no reflection on who I am, what I am, what I possess, what I have, what I do not have. Yes, it is a great brand because I buy smart. It's the car that's built to last. Hint, hint. Okay. So I hand him my stuff and this man is just like checking everything, comes back and he's like, insurance, please. Of course, I'm clean as a whistle. I mean, guys, I'm not bragging. I don't even get like meter expiration tickets. That is how fastidious I am. That is the Virgo in me. I'm a perfect Frickin-tionist. perfectionist. I do not do things illegally, knowingly, 
I'm not perfect. Okay, I'm not perfect. I may or may not have had a glass of wine with dinner and then drove my ass home. All right? Guilty. Guilty. But I've never been like so um, high on alcohol that I've gotten behind the wheel. And forget weed. It's legal in California. That's not my thing. Anyone who knows me knows I cannot do it. In fact, I have a bunch of friends who don't hang out with me because, well, I'm boring. I don't do the weedy, weedy, weed, weed. Okay. Uh, well, why don't I do the weed? This is a sidebar because I happen to be allergic to whatever that thing is in it. I'm part of that 1% of the population, a tiny percentage of us, apparently. I'll tell you what happens the few times I've tried, and I've tried it four times for all different reasons with the most expensive so-called top of the line to like the shittiest brand on the street. College, first time, threw up as soon as I inhaled. Uh, second time, boyfriend, you know, listen, a boyfriend trying to get you to be a weed user is probably not a good guy. But I was I was going for a ride. He's like, oh, it was college. You probably got some lace stuff, cheap stuff. I'm going to bring top of the line. Well, that did not work out. Same reaction. So, you know, it's one of those things like, why would I keep stuff banging my head against the wall, knowing that it's going to hurt and leave a stupid bump? Okay, back to the story, which really happened. This officer then, and I said to him, officer, this car is... 16 years old. What would you have me do? I was at a red light. I plugged the phone. Well, it's well, it's a moving violation. And I said, well, if my phone rang and I had it on speaker and I'm having a conversation, would you pull me over? Well, your phone needs to be on a, he called it a clip it, but his pronunciation was so poor that I had to say, what? A clip it? Clip? Like, I, I forget what he said, but it was super unclear. And then when we, when all was said, and then I said, officer, did you see me literally talking on the phone or even using my phone per se? You just saw me touch my phone. I showed him where I plug it and why it's so low in the car. He says, well, you have to get a clip it. And, and he explained it's a vent clip. You get it. And would you believe as soon as he gave me the ticket, he said, have a blessed day. Well, by the way, to my question, officer, did you see me using my phone? He said, no, ma'am, I did not. This officer, or I should say Ossifer, did something brilliant, you guys, that later on I figured out why he did that. He answered my question honestly, very respectfully. Had he approached my car that respectfully, the bitterness I feel, the sour pussy feeling I have right now would not exist. He turned his body towards oncoming traffic. Yes, he did. To answer my question, no, ma'am, I did not. So that it could be muffled. Like, this is a man who truly thinks as a criminal and treats everyone as a criminal. And let me say something. If this episode ends up anywhere near some kind of uh, cops or, or whatever official up there, I want to make it abundantly clear that some of your uh, uh, thinking like a criminal times 10 traffic officers need to stay in neighborhoods where they encounter that level of, of, of maleficence. Because let me say something, there was no need for it. You think crooked, you act crooked, you treat people like, a, like crooked. I was more offended by his nasty, 
like, oh, acrimonious behavior. Okay, I take my little ticket. I set it aside. I'm fuming because now the bliss I experienced for an hour of hot yoga was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was because I was not coming from partying. I was coming from good behavior. <laughs> the kind of like New Year's resolution, like I'm being clean and pure. Oh, and I also was like on this no dry January thing. So I was 11 days in and feeling pretty quite special. But this guy, mm, mess, who, who, who's, by the way, whose salary comes from my tax dollars, has treated me like a criminal. And off I go. First thing I do, I drove directly to, I think it was a Lowe's. Yeah, there's a Lowe's near near my area. I pulled up. I bought this bullshit vent clip. Oh my God, pardon my French, but it is called what the fuckery. Some vent clip, you know, stuck it in. I'm like, okay, good. From now on, I guess that's where my phone goes. Jeez. Anyway. I tried to read this ticket. And at some point I said to myself, you know what? Just pay the damn fine and call it a day. Well, lo and behold, there is no amount. Why? Because this lovely schmuck (laughs) decided that I have to appear in court no matter what. Yes, I have to appear in court because he saw or believed he perceived he saw my hands on my phone at a red light. It's the kind of thing that could have been a conversation, an opportunity to educate a citizen. And dare I say, after that experience, I fully understand why there is such animosity between citizenships and this particular line of work. Officers like Officer Booker, yeah, that's his name, Booker, Officer Booker, book her, better known as Booger, Schmuck Booger. Um, Yeah, that's what I should call him from now on. Schmuck Booger um, did not want to give me an amount. He wants me to show up in court. After spending hours figuring that shit show out of our judicial system in which branch this new outlaw who at a red light on La Brea and Wilshire touched her freaking phone. Um, Oh, yeah, I'm a menace to society. Okay. Um, I touched my phone, so now I have to wait for a court date. Do you know when the court date was? And I called maybe at mid-January, like maybe 10 days after I got the infraction. September 9th, 2022. So I had to wait nine months. Fast forward to, here we are, nine months later. 9-9-22. Hey, nice date to remember. It was easy to remember. I'll tell you what, a Friday, 10 a.m. I got to be down there, downtown, which downtown L.A. is one of those places. Let me tell you something. I dated someone who lived there. And the one deal was, guess what? You ever want to see me? You have to pick me up because I am not driving downtown. That is how scary and confusing downtown is. So that added to the element of like, whoo, schmuck booger. You done did it. Who do I remind you of? Because this was personal. It is, ain't no way. No human is that 
unreasonable unless you had a quota to fill, which most likely it was. You know, I don't want, you know, say what you will. There is a quota. There is a quota. There has to be. This is someone who's looking, I mean, I'm sure there's an infraction there, like staring, like trying to use x-ray vision to see what I'm up to in my car. Oof. Anyway, so I show up in court. Officer Booger is chatting up with some lawyer. And he's like, oh, yeah, in this case, I have, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. You know, when, when guys like that put, you know, he, he, they, they kept their phone low on, on, on their lap. So, you know, they're, they're always up to no good. Now, I knew he was referring to me, but he didn't realize that Nadege, <laughs> Nadege, N-A-D-E-G-E, yeah, to an ignorant schmuck, Nadege, or Nedge, or whatever the hell he thought my pronunciation of that name should be, uh, was a dude because he was telling him about a he. And I said, oh, look at you. Look at you. Nine months later, you fatter than fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> no wonder you weren't running after some legit cases because you can't run. Because somebody ate all the July 4th barbecue that year. Okay. I'm not bitter. I'm ready. Oh my God, the courtroom. I'm going to spare you the details, okay? Because it's important to know that the only courtroom I'd ever been in in my life was um, way back in my 20s when I first moved to LA. I worked as a, uh, uh, um, what do you call that? A An interpreter for the court, for those who spoke French and couldn't speak English, for immigrants who were caught illegally traversing into this country and they needed a trans an interpreter, not a translator. There's a huge difference, by the way, between a translator and an interpreter. Um, and I would get flown into San Francisco a lot because I don't know, somehow there was a group of, of Haitians and French speakers who would come through Mexico and end up in San Francisco. Counterintuitive. I kid you not, I never set root in an LA courtroom. Whenever the Orbitz was the name of the company I was contracted with out of Washington, Orbitz always sent me to either San Francisco, fly me to New Mexico, like anywhere in Southern California except LA. I don't know why that was. That was bizarre to me. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So apparently, this lovely judge, bless his heart. Ooh. So I show up in court and it's my turn to go. They butcher my name. I don't care. I'm like, let's get this over with. Um, we are given the opportunity to turn around and ask the ossifers uh, questions to poke holes at their cases. So when the guy, when he was done, he was like, yeah, uh, I encountered uh, this lady uh, heading south on Wilshire. Now, that was a tip off. The guy said Wilshire, not Wilshire. Everyone who lives here knows it's Will Sure. So I'm like, where are you from that you don't even know how to pronounce the name of major roads in Los Angeles? Yes, schmuck, schmuck booger. So booger tells this long, elaborate story about, oh, I saw her. And the first thing she said was, officer, I was just plugging my phone. When he was done, the judge turned to me, ma'am, and, and do you have any questions? I said, your honor, it is important to note, first and foremost, that in exactly 11 days, I will be turning rhymes with shorty on the 20th. 
And this is the first time in my life, my driving life, and I learned how to drive in New York City, baby, Brooklyn. If you can drive in that crazy ass city, Manhattan to Brooklyn every day, you know how to drive, okay? The rules there are cray. And I never got my car impounded, ever. And I moved to this town where back in the day when I moved here, traffic wasn't nearly as bad as it was. And I never had an issue. Okay. So I say, this is the first time I'm in a courtroom over this insane offense. So I just thought I'd say that for the record. Now, Officer Booker, under my breath, schmuck booger, uh, did you not say to my question, officer, did you see me using my phone? Your answer was, no, ma'am, I did not. This man did a double take, eyes bulged out, acted as if I had accused him of a lie. He's like, no, no. And I looked at him. I said, "Mm mm-hmm. And he said, well, I have the recording here. I can play it. And I looked to the judge. I said, your honor, can he? Your honor said, absolutely. He started playing it. And you heard my question as soon as you heard my question, oncoming traffic and all whizzing by. I said, Your Honor, did you hear that? Honor nodded. And then you could you barely could hear his answer. And I was like, oh, snap. That's why that schmuck turned to face oncoming traffic to muffle his answer. Anyway, the judge was thoroughly a little amused, kind of looked at the guy, looked at me, and he just said, well, ma'am, unfortunately, in 2007, I think, or 17, I looked it up. It is considered a moving violation. Even if you're at a red light or a stoplight, if you touch your, your phone, it is considered a moving violation. I said, goodness gracious, your honor, how many people know this? I mean, seriously, you listener, you puppy kitten schmooby, did you know this? I mean, it is not common knowledge unless you got your uh, driver's license and went through the whole spiel in the last, I guess, since 2017 or 2007, whenever this law was enacted. I would guarantee that 90 percent of this population was not aware of such a law. Like you would think the safest time to touch your phone, plug it, do whatever is at a red light. I'm not saying have a full on conversation. And how many times do we see people hold their phones up to their mouths, have full on conversations? You have to honk. So they're like, hello, green light. Can we go now? And they never seem to get Officer Schmuck Booger around to catch that. Anyway, so the officer said, and uh, the judge said, okay. And I said, oh my gosh. I said, Your Honor, honestly, I would have just paid the fine, but there's no, there's not even a number here. And also, was this really necessary, this disruption, like coming to court over that, when this could have been an opportunity to educate a citizen, an opportunity to just teach me this and going forward, don't do that again. Or worst case scenario, make this a fix a ticket where all I had to do was show you my vent clip. It is purchased. Here's a photo. It is now planted in my vent and we're done. We're good. No. So the judge smiled and he's like, how would you feel with a fine of $20? I was like, (laughs) inside internally, of course, I didn't say that in the court. I said, I can work with that. And thank you, your honor. That was kind of a win, right? A tongue-in-cheek F you to this officer schmuck, by the way. 
you know, the judge was very fair. He's like, okay, it's the law. Unfortunately, I get that most people, even the judge said, most people don't know this, but it's in fact a rule, et cetera. And to give me just $20 fine, I was like, oh, I got $20 on me. <laughs> I can go pay this baby right now. So I, they tell you to step out. You wait for the court clerk to come out and give you paperwork and all that stuff that you bring down. Bubbies, kitten schmoopies. When the court clerk comes out, my fine was suddenly $262. I was like, excuse me, <laughs> you made a mistake. Did I mishear the judge? Because I believe he said $20. And the answer was, oh, $20 is the baseline. This other $242 has to do with court fees, the use of our of the system, all of this. I was like, what? Yes, sir, ma'am. Nadege August, $20 became $262. And that is when I understood why so I suddenly had instant compassion, empathy for poor people who get caught up in this system, this vicious, unfair system. My $20 fine suddenly became $262. Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? On principle, I do not want to pay that. So I heard there's something called um, volunteering in exchange. And I said, you know what? I have been looking for a place to volunteer. I used to be big on volunteering when a, a couple of years back and for the last, since COVID, I haven't done anything charitable. And I said, you know what? I'll knock two things out in a, in a, in a, in a one stone. I'll, I'll knock them out. I will figure out this, this, this charity business and take, take care of this $262. So I had to write this whole other plan, come back in person. And the judge who was still very sympathetic Guess how many hours of volunteer work I had to do? Three hours. Yeah, three hours. Woo! And it happened to be at a place where uh, it's Project Angel, Angel Food. Project Angel Food, a great organization, as it turns out. Um, and I'm going to keep going there because it worked out in a way where I felt like, okay, I can do that. I show up at Project Angel Food and the guy looked at it. He goes, I have never seen. He goes, you must have swatted a fly, sweetheart. <laughs> Only three hours. Well, this whole day will go by by the time you're done with your uh, initiate. What is that called? The initiation? You know, the thing where they sit you through the rules and all that stuff. Anyway. OK, so ah, I'm doing traffic school and I have to do traffic school, too. I have to do traffic school also, y'all. And here's the thing. Most of my friends go, Nadez, you could have just paid this damn 262 and be done with it. And I said, no, I would not. Because guess what? I still had to do traffic school whether I paid for it or not. So Officer Schmucky Booger, <laughs> you're the reason why a lot of people do not trust you guys. Here was an opportunity to educate a citizen, to create goodwill, as it were. But you just put me through all that. All I know is when I'm done with traffic school, I have to return the forms 
in person, by the way, in person. Somehow the internet is not a trustworthy place and I'll be done with it. And I have until December of this year to get it all done. To serve and protect. (laughs) (laughs) Lovers, puppies, kittens, schmoopies. Thank you for letting me rant. Thank you for hopefully you got an education. If anything, I guess the moral of the story of this episode is if you're at a red light or a stop sign, do not touch your phone, especially if you see schmuck, hooker, booger, whatever. If there are any officers listening to this, whether you're retired or not, if you know the law well, I would love to have you on as a conversation partner to perhaps explain the psychology of of one of your fellows. This was outrageous. Could have been worse, honestly. Could have been worse, I'm sure. A routine, simple dumb, 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 dumb traffic stop has eaten quite a few hours of my life. But I realized just how flawed our judicial system is. Oh, and by the way, when I had to sign up for my three hours, you had to pay the court for the privilege of going to volunteer somewhere, okay? I had to go in, and again, I had to go in person. I had to bring him $40 and $40 is because from zero to 10 hours, it's $40. If you had to put, you know, something like 50 hours in, your fine was a thousand dollars. So can you imagine a poor, this is why we hear stories of people whose families could not come up with their bail money, having to serve time in unjust, despicable conditions, whether they're innocent or not. This is, it's, it's, it's sad, breaks my heart. Okay, this is it. We're wrapping up this episode. We are back. We are back strong. Our next episode is a kind of a fun one. And I love this time of year for it so much because it deals with bone chicken, brown cow, food. What? Mm, You'll hear. You'll know what it's about. You'll know what it's about. Oh, and um, I, well, What the Fockery is sponsored by BetterHelp. Lovers, puppies, kittens, schmoopies. The term self-care is thrown around a lot lately, and deservedly so. What the Fockery is supported by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Life can be overwhelming, and many people are burnt out without even knowing it. Burnout is related not only to your career, but also to your role as a student, a parent, a caregiver, the other half of a couple, or a thruple, or even as a friend. You see, if you're losing motivation, feeling helpless, or detaching from loved ones, talking to someone can help identify what's causing burnout. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if that's not your jam. What the Fockery listeners, that would be you, 
Get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash fockery10. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash fockery10. Links in the show notes. Please support our sponsors. I will see you soon. Hugs. Welcome back. Bye.